Hello and welcome. This is the Tech Edition Podcast, episode next for October the 4th, 2017. It's Wednesday, hump day. Um, today we have my good brother Clarence, man. How's it going? Yo, man, what's up? Doing good. Doing good, man. How about yourself? What's going on? Uh, not much. Not much. Um, just excited about having Mr. Zeno Damas himself on the podcast. Mark, how's it going, man? It's going. It's going. Just uh, staying busy, man. Glad to be on the show. Great. You mean to say Mr. Dice Junkie himself? Hashtag Dice Junkies <laughs> for the uninitiated. Yeah, I, I, trust me, I was going to throw Dice Junkies in several times. So, <laughs> you know. I, I would fully be okay with you seeing how many times you can fit Dice Junkies into a sentence. So, All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh, man. Bye, Dice oh. Junkies. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a. <laughs> This is going to be a more freeform type cast, I think. So we're just going to like just bounce a couple things around. Um, so Clarence, do you want to start off with your Spotify story? Or oh boy, man, dude, I went to war with some dude in Chile or somewhere in South America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so last week, mid last week, sometime. I started to notice when I was listening to Spotify that random songs would just pop up as played and it will switch my music. So if you ever use Spotify, you know that you can play from your computer or your phone. It's all kind of linked in the cloud, but only one of them has control at one time and it'll go back and forth. So, you know, I'd be at work, you know, jamming to some, I don't know, whatever. And all of a sudden the music changes to something totally different. Goes on for like three or four days. I'm like, all right. I thought I was doing something wrong. Then, like a couple of days later, it just got to the point where I would switch the song and whoever on the other end would switch it right back, like instantly. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And okay, obviously, it went from me thinking it's a bug to okay, somebody has probably hacked my account. <laughs> then, like, I see my playlist start to disappear and just mayhem. You know how on Spotify app you can switch what device you're playing to? Yeah. So so all of all of a sudden I see it switch to like an LG phone, a phone that I don't even own. And dude, just mayhem. So like for two hours on last Saturday, me and this hacker guy were going back and forth. Him delete my playlist, me restoring them. Just chaos. I mean, total chaos, dude, for like an hour. It's just crazy. And it got to the point, okay, I need to communicate with this guy. So how how do you think I communicated with him? Anybody? Create a playlist. Name there shit. you go. Bingo. It took me a while to figure it out, actually. <laughs> so nice. I created a playlist to say, okay, dude, why are you on my account? <laughs> to which this guy replies, I bought this account off the internet to use for free. Oh, wow. It, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how in the heck has my account been hacked? So- a few theories. Well, one theory mainly. I was logging in through my Facebook login onto the account. And so I don't I didn't really have a true username and password. So I figured somehow they hacked the Facebook login to Spotify and somehow they they got into my account. I don't know how they did it, but and then after all this, this dude goes in and he like adds a password to my account and changes the email address. So if you if you log in via Facebook, you don't even have a true quote unquote password on the account. So he went in and added his, changed the email out and added his, his uh, 
add his email and change the password to something he knew, of course. And dude, it was just like total mayhem. The only way I got my account back is like, like, dude, I don't care if you bought this account like for free or, or for cheaply off the internet. I threatened them <laughs> and I told them I've contacted Spotify already and they'll be contacting you shortly. So I guess it probably was a legit dude who bought some shady stuff off the internet. So I mean, the next why, thing, I, go ahead. Why Why would somebody, I mean, Spotify doesn't cost that much. Yeah. Or anything. If you just listen to the ads, like that's yeah. the thing that blows me, blows my mind. You can get full Spotify functionality by listening to a few ads every couple minutes. So, yeah. Well, that's on the, that's on the desktop. On mobile, you can only listen to playlists for free. Oh, really? Yes, you can't just when, pick. When you, did they change that? It's been like that. You can't pick any song on, on oh, mobile. Okay. But on the desktop, you can listen to anything you want. So obviously he was listening on mobile, so that's probably why he wanted it. But anywho, I threatened him, and he assigned the account back to my email address. That's the only way I got the account back, the only way. And then I immediately changed the password. Obviously, I sent a complaint to Spotify, and they haven't really told me anything. It's been like, you know, last Saturday, so it's been a few days. But yeah, man, I I just was I couldn't believe my account was hacked, dude. It's just something weird that I've never really experienced. And I think the component that made me really that made it a little more a little worse than it probably could have been was like it was real time me seeing him doing these things and me reversing them and it going right back. It was just it was just crazy, dude. It was crazy. Cause like on Spotify, you can even like pause and play stuff on a remote machine if it's connected to the same account. So he would like while we were going at it, he would stop the music, mute it, you know, change to something else, then cut it all the way up and hit play. It was just it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, dude. And yeah, I'll quit ranting about my Spotify issue. But yeah, man, it's real strange. I've never experienced anything like that. Moral of the story is don't don't trust Facebook login. Yes, I immediately went and added my own password. That's that's really what I want to say. And that's very good point, Mark. If you connect anything with your Facebook login or even the Google Plus login, dude, add a password. Create an account first and then connect it. That's what I did with Spotify. Not that I had some kind of foresight or anything. That's just how it happened to unfold. But I guess I was yeah. lucky. <laughs> I, I mean, the but, thing is, is dual, dual auth, auth is so simple now. Like using like Google Authenticator or something like that for dual authentication. And it will save you so much headache. When, oh, it, when yeah, it comes two, to stuff like this. Yeah. 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 I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't using Groove Music because uh, Groove is officially dead. I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh, no. No. As if it wasn't already dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now it's they've officially, uh, you know, got ready to pull the curtains down. It's it's no more. Well, we'll be no more in a few months. Yeah. I, I, I still use my Google Play Music with my my dual authentication so ha huh. <laughs> does anybody really use factor. google play <laughs> yeah, i do I, google play I, I listen to this podcast on google play <laughs> all of my japanese um music is on google play um hmm. i've just pretty much any all of my um music that used to live on my desktop is now in the cloud i don't have any music actually on my computer anymore so yeah, admit, admittedly, I only use it when I want to listen to my own library that I yeah. don't really listen to anymore. Uh, so if I want to listen to, like you said, some of my old anime songs or, you know, stuff like that. You still have all those bebop soundtracks? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. The seatbelts are awesome. 
Cats on Mars, man. Cats on Mars. That's all I have to say. Oh, good stuff, man. <laughs> Speaking of Google, um, <laughs> they announced quite a few devices today. Did you guys catch any of that? Oh, coverage? yeah. Yeah, uh, it looked, uh, it was, uh, there, there was a lot of things, a lot of things I don't think anybody will ever use or people with just way too much money will use. <laughs> I am, I am excited about the Google Pixel 2 though. I, I like, I like my current Google Pixel and I want a uh, Pixel 2. So you're a Pixel convert. So what, what made you want to run out and get the Pixel? What was the, what was the draw? Um, ma- mainly just, I like, the clean Android interface. I don't like all the uh, stuff that Samsung and stuff like that put on there. And I hate iOS with a passion. So <laughs> hang on a second. Like, I, why do you hate iOS? Like, I'm super <laughs> confused here. Why do you hate it? I, I don't hate it. I just don't like that. It doesn't. It is a it's a dumbed down OS, man. It is not. It, it's It's better than it used to be. And I'll, I'll give it credit for growing well, but the customizability and I like to tinker with stuff and iOS does not allow me to tinker nearly as much as I want. Well, I mean, to be fair, you can't really tinker with Android unless you jailbreak it. I mean, nah, you, you can do fair. a lot more tinkering with Android than you can iOS without, yeah. you, without you can do it. more, but like most of the, most of the like, tinker tinker stuff like if you want to i don't know well i mean you got to think about the ui lock screen customizations uh just the skinning of the device period you can totally change it look like well, something yeah, you different can change the launcher you know? that the launcher yeah and that, that's pretty huge that's a significant change i think yeah i've been using launcher pro since like forever so i don't like i used to all be all about um vanilla uh android but now that i'm i've gotten so used to the launcher pro um launcher that i just i don't even it doesn't even bother me anymore and now like you said you can you can hide apps that you don't like or you don't want to use which you can do that to be fair you can do that in ios too now you can hide stuff that well actually you can't i just made one well i have a ipad and basically what i did was made a folder called apple crap and i just yeah stuff in the folder. But like other than that though, with the new iOS eleven that just came out, um I have an iPad Pro um ten and a half and I mean I really just have to buy a keyboard and you can pretty much use it as as a as a like the equivalent to a Chromebook. I mean, you could really use it every day, maybe not as a work machine, but you could do a lot of stuff with it now, a lot more stuff. They've got like split windows, uh app there's like an app drawer where you can change apps. The dock actually hides itself now. So your apps on the bottom aren't always on the screen or you can pull them up. Like if you're running Spotify and you want to pull up something else, you can just swipe up from the bottom of the screen and the dock comes up with all your apps in it. I mean, there's a lot of new um, innovations, but for the most part, you know, I, I, I guess I kind of agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, iOS with the control center and stuff that they've they've implemented recently is actually uh, a lot better than than it used to be. I still, you know, I. Y- you know, I work, uh, in, in tech and I work, uh, mainly on mobile devices. So I'm on Android and iOS all day long going back and forth. And I've, I've just always felt more comfortable with Android. But what, what, what else, uh, with that event? Uh, what did y'all think about the giant sized Google Home? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just totally against personal assistance, like, period, <laughs> right now. So that's just, uh, there's no reason. No reason, Google. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> no reason. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, 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 I think there is a place for it. But like you just said, it's, it's, it's not for everybody, really. I think where it will really become valuable is when you get into this home automation, you know, uh, and it can do some of this stuff right now. And I like cut on your lights and whatever type of automation you built into it. I think that's where that really becomes valuable. But if most people can do that, you know, voice interaction on their phone, why do you need an echo or a exactly vice? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I got to admit, a lot of people get mad when they come over to my house and they get on my Wi-Fi network because apparently my Google Home takes over. So whenever you do a <laughs> uh, a Google voice command, it starts, it just jumps on the home. So, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, my, my, my Google Home, I use it once a week um, with, with Dice Junkies, uh, Random Encounters. <laughs> um, you should check it out. Great show, Dice Junkies. But... Um, <laughs> Well, you know, I have it. I have it roll a dice for me once, once a week, and that is uh, that's the extent of the hundred and something dollars I spent on that Google Home. So, no, I understand the uh, the the lack of use for it. I, I found it humorous that they they did a a tiny version and a a jumbo sized one. Now, the jumbo size may be good for playing music, though. So that 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 yeah. would probably be the main thing. Yeah, yeah apparently the only. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying, apparently they're touting this uh, what twenty times more powerful speaker in the in the new home. So that that could be something if you're into music. And I think the home does like music syncing. Like so, with these satellite speakers, you can actually uh, sync music. Uh, or am I thinking about the Echo? It was supposed <laughs> to. I don't know if they ever perfected that yeah. or not. I remember yeah. when the first home came out. It was a something we're going to do type thing. Yeah. Well, I know with the. Uh, Echo just released a bunch of devices like a week ago. Excuse me, Amazon released a bunch of devices, and they do have that capability on those devices. So, I don't know. It's 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 a war for this home assistant thing, but of course, people in Silicon Valley, you know, San Francisco, love this type of thing. But does the normal person use this or even need it? I mean, I look at this like you would look at an Apple Watch. I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of cool, and you can do some cool stuff with it. But is it necessary? Not really, because even with the new iPhone or the new Apple Watch, you can like make calls from it, and it has a GPS built in and stuff. You don't really even need a phone, so it's like, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's too many um dotted lines going between all these devices, and a lot of them are stomping on each other. Yeah. So I mean the last the last thing really with the Google uh Google event. What what about the Google clips? The uh the the, the little clip on camera. What what do you guys think about that? Cuz uh, uh that's uh, that, how much did they announce a price for those? I didn't, I missed that. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't recall if they did or not. 249. Okay, there you go. Oh well. So there there went my my thoughts of vigilante journalism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently you can train a face for this thing, and yeah, whenever yeah. that face walks in the room, it'll take snaps. Yeah, yeah. Talk about what? creepy, dude. Talk about creepy spy type stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, Google is always balancing that line uh, of creepy and innovative, 
And mm-hmm. uh, this one's this one comes a little close on the on the creepy end. Yeah, I just my only worry about Google, and this might be just ridiculous to say, but I feel like they're stretching themselves a little too thin because they're competing with Amazon on one front, they're competing with Apple on another front, not to mention all the other um, cell phone manufacturers that do Android that they're pissing off by making their own phone. But I, you know, they got had they they needed a flagship, so I, I guess I kind of get it. I don't well, know. I mean, they're they're pushing hard against Apple on this one. I mean, they, there were some other things too. They had the earbuds, you know, their, their earbuds. They had the Pixel Pen. Oh uh, no, no headphone jack on the Pixel, by the way. Pixel. Oh, there's not. I don't. Oh my! I'm pretty sure it's gone. I'm pretty oh, sure no. it's gone. No, 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 no! Don't tell me that. Crap! I did not. <laughs> did I did not mind? check that. That was. That was. <laughs> that minute. is one of the things I hate on the iPhone. Is they took away my. Dad you mean gun. to tell me Apple was at the forefront on something instead of copying <laughs> everybody else? I can't believe yeah. it. So according to the Verge, I love Apple. I'm just playing. There is no headphone jack, and it runs on Bluetooth 5.0. God, oh, you <laughs> punks. Oh, now you're right. There's yeah. not one. Oh. You know what's funny to me, though, is I look at this um, Google Pixel 2, and can my I look at my LG G6, and the bezels look almost identical. <laughs> oh, really? There's, like, speaker grills that are on the... Um, that are on the pictures too, but like Google the picture of the LG G6 and check out the bezels. Like, but I will say I'm glad they went this route instead of doing it the iPhone 10 route where you have like the two little horns at the top that look absolutely terrible. So I kind of like that. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. it. It's like if you hold your if you hold your phone sideways, it's like part of the screen <laughs> will be cut off. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's missing a big chunk out of the screen. Well, well, I think one of the the pluses to that is the quality of the screen is so. I think they're using AMOLED this time, which they are. yeah. So when they can they can shrink the screen a little bit when a video is playing. So it's the screen is so black, it's not noticeable that they have the little thing up there. Uh, so I don't know. I think it could work. It's funny that they're going back to AMOLED because the first smartphone I ever bought, the HTC Incredible, had an AMOLED screen. Wow. Yeah, they, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't think know. My, These... uh, Motorola X had one. Oh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's all about dynamic range, so I get it. The blackers are definitely back. The blacks are definitely blacker on AMOLED, so. Well, um, yeah. let, let me get you guys' thoughts on just um, bezel-less devices in general. Um, yay, nay. That's the way it's going, man. I mean, it, it's funny because if you look when when the Galaxy S8 came out, the LG G6, and I mean, I think there's a um, I can't remember the, I think there's a Xiaomi came out with a phone with small bezels, and then you look at like the iPhone Seven, and it looked like dated because yeah. all these new phones are coming out with the slim bezels. So I mean, they had to do something. I really hate that they segmented the iPhone market though. They should have just made the iPhone Ten, the iPhone Eight, um, but. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not a marketing person, so there you go. I definitely like the lack of the lack of the bezel, man. Uh, I, I don't like like I, I have the Pixel, not the Pixel XL, because I don't like the huge phones. I, I like something that fits in my hand better, but I like big screens too. And so the less bezel, the 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 you know, it can keep that size and still get that big screen. So. Yeah, I mean, I think overall I like the the look and the feel of a bezel-less device, but when you start making compromises, I think you start running into problems that I don't know if I'm willing to accept fully. 
of course, being an Android version, we've had versions of Android phones without buttons on the front. You know, that's really nothing to to an Android user. But but it is a little weird, especially when we've moved to things like uh, fingerprint readers, and now they're going from the front to weird places on the back of the phone the, the, or not the, a- the placement on the back with the google pixel is perfect dude being able to just pop your finger on the back like it's it's on before you even get it out of your pocket ah well what do you think about apple's just total um totally not even doing the the touch id and going to a face id i i don't know if i'm really on board with that yeah i don't they should know just put the fingerprint sensor on the back like all the other uh logical Design, logically designed Android phones. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the the picture the picture unlock is really neat. And I mean when I watched uh, Apple's event with the with the picture unlocked, I mean it seems they have it locked down. So I mean if they do it right, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, if if it's as good as they say it is, it's doable. I mean it's 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 not bad. <laughs> It's just one thing that bothers me about this, and this just might be my buffoonery coming out. But what what happens if you hold up a picture of yourself in front of the phone? Does well, it, no, and that was that was that was part of the whole the whole new yeah. thing was that th- they have the, and it's also what's keeping the uh, another one of the things that's keeping the Pixel X in small supply is the 3D sensor for the camera oh, because it's a 3D it can actually yeah okay, okay. that 3D yeah, and- sensor is part of the issue with the supplies on the uh, the new iPhone X. Yeah, and, and basically it has the equivalent of a connect in the <laughs> in the camera bar up there. So it, okay, it's a very sophisticated depth sensing technology in there uh that allows them to um prevent, you know, pictures as well as I think it adapts to your face too. So as your beard grows or it it does some AI to figure out if you're wearing glasses and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's, 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 it's sophisticated. It's supposed to adapt. Now, I am curious, you know, it says it, it, it'll grow with you as your beard grows. But what about us that already have a beard if we shave it off? You know, that's, <laughs> that's more of a uh, drastic change. So, yeah, that we'll see. We'll see. Cause I'm sure if, um, the, the trusted masses of iPhone users out there get a pile of crap, uh, we will hear about it and we'll have face, face gate. Cause I mean, so when you all guys the- hear about, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, say when all the hipsters decide that beards are, are too cool and they have to shave off all their beards, then there's going to be a bunch of hipsters that can't get into their phone. Big problems. Big you problems. just made me think of something with the hipster thing. Is, do you guys remember on The Last Samurai where the, the kid gets his top knot cut off and he just lays in the street crying? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to make a video of like some hipster getting his man bun cut off. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody with that man bun. You blinking bleep. <laughs> so Bam yeah, one, one more thing on a Pixel too, and it, that's really really cool is that um there's this camera benchmark called DXO Mark, and the the previous Pixel scored an 89. The iPhone 8 and the Galaxy S8 scored a 94. The Pixel wow. 2 scores a 98 out of 100, which is what? pretty impressive. I mean, Jesus. So Dude, I'm amazed. Really nice camera. I'm amazed yeah. by the Pixel's camera. I, I'm, I'm that 98. Wow. It's a big deal. Hmm. So, uh, Carrie, I have a bit of, of, of news for you. And I, sure. <laughs> I didn't know if you had heard this or not. So I, I thought I'd bring it up and you may have a um, bad reaction to it. Uh, so I, <laughs> I definitely want to 
hear what you say. So apparently J.J. Abrams to produce live action adaptation of anime hit Your Name. Are you serious? That's awesome. serious That's awesome. That's awesome. That movie is that movie is phenomenal, dude. You, you need to watch the animated version. But um, I went and saw it in the theaters here in Kansas City subtitled. And I mean, it is a great movie. So like that, that I'm excited. I'm glad that an anime is get, getting a live action adaptation that will actually be doable and be, you know, has a chance to be good. My only worry is that with all these like Japanese movie adaptations is there's a lot of things specific to Japan that happened like this book that the person wrote. It was a reaction or a way for him to process the the Nagasaki and um Hiroshima bombings, but they kind of wrapped it around instead of a bomb going off, it was wrapped around like a meteor strike happening and destroying. Ah. So like it it's you know like I'm don't my only concern or reservation is how they're gonna handle that, and I really hope they don't just completely Americanize it. Oh, that would be the worst, man. Yeah, I'm not kind of confident with JJ doing it. He's pretty good at being faithful. Yeah, he's good but as his, he's good to, to core media from that. Yeah, he, he, he can stay faithful to the to the material. So that's one reason I'm excited about him doing this is that it's going to bring this story to a huge audience. And like I know I'm rambling about this, but the funny thing about this um, anime movie is that it's made. It was created by this guy named Makoto Shinkai, who was basically being held in Japan as a new Miyazaki um, about. 10 years ago he he completely this this anime called voices of a distant star it's only about 30 minutes you probably find it on youtube but he did he he was working in um the video game industry doing like cutscenes and stuff and he just finally said screw it and he spent six months and he completed this short this anime short by himself he did the entire thing by himself um all oh, wow. animation all the music him and his wife did the voices um and he got picked up by this um this Japanese um, publisher called Comics Wave, and they kind of redid the music and they got professional voice actors to do it. But I mean, if you watch it, it's like, wow, one person did this. And he's he's produced a, quite a few movies since then, but like this is definitely his biggest hit. I think this is the biggest movie. It's one of the biggest animated movies in Japan, if not the biggest. I can't remember, but this is a really big deal. I'm excited, man. Yeah, something else cool. He's tem- teaming up with the writer of the movie Arrival. Uh, which is a great movie. Uh, Eric Hersener. I'm probably saying that wrong. So, yeah, I mean, I think this can be good. But I, again, like you just said, the the Americanization of it would totally destroy, destroy everything to his core about the film. So I guess we'll see. It's probably a long ways off, but I'm excited about it as well. And I want to see the original, uh, in fact, because you've, you've had nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, yeah the actually, original is phenomenal. Yeah, I actually heard you talk about it on another episode of uh, Tech Edition. So, I've been meaning to watch it ever since. Uh, you know, as as far as making a live action version of any anime after after Ghost in the Shell and uh, Death Note, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know, it it brings a harsh yeah. reaction pretty quickly, but we'll see. Well, I mean, if they're gonna go the American Nation route, they they can't do it halfway. I mean, they're going to have to go Magnificent Seven on this because a lot of people don't even know that Magnificent Seven is a remake of a movie called Seven Samurai. So, like, they're going to have to do something like that and just, like, completely change it and just keep the spirit. But I hope that they 
actually hire Japanese actors and do the story justice, but I don't really think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think the problem with making anime into live action is really the actors, though. I mean, I've seen plenty of Japanese make live action of anime, and they suck, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's it's does the source material lend itself to live action? For example, Cowboy Bebop would be a perfect live ap- live action adaptation. That's perfectly adaptable. But something like Ghost in the Shell, yeah, maybe, maybe that that that's pretty close. But Dragon Ball, no, there should never be another Dragon Ball movie. There's, <laughs> there's no way to do that justice in live action. Um, I get yeah. There's like many examples of stuff that they've tried to like. It's like fitting a square peg in a round hole. It's just not going to happen. But something like this where it's like, you know, it's there's no like crazy like flying or lightning bolts or, you know, there's a fantasy element to the movie, but it's not like, you know, over the top. So it's something I really think they could do. So, well, I guess we'll see. So uh, let me pose this question. If you could pick one anime to be made into a live action adaptation, go for it. What would you choose? Hunter x Hunter. I don't even have to think about it. Wow. Mark, um, that Hunter x Hunter is like the greatest anime that I've ever manga that I've ever like read or seen. And, you know, they'd have to take some liberties, but it that would be great. I think it would be great. There's no people flying around. There's a there's a chi or energy element called Nin, but it's it's more scientific than something like the, the energy in Dragon Ball. So it, I really think it's something they could do. I'd I'd be happy with anything with tentacles. Um, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe maybe Vampire Hunter D. Like I think that could really that uh, make an awesome live action because we need yeah. good vampire movies because most of them have sucked recently. <laughs> yeah, and they can't have D talk the entire movie. He can't say a word. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that 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 to me that that one I, I would I would have fun with that. Oh, and the obvious one is Gundam. Like, yeah, that was going to be my pick. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. But <laughs> well, no, 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 that's fine. I mean, I think with today's technology, and especially for what we've seen from from you know a TV show like Discovery that has movie like special effects or Pacific Rim, that was my yes, but yeah. yeah. That's what did it for me. I was like, why isn't this a Gundam movie? I still loved it, but I was like, there's yeah, it's just there for the taking, man. Instant hit. Oh yeah, just don't follow the G Savior script. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. It was so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, talk about a movie being made before special effects were ready. Um, that would be one. Um, so do you guys want to talk about upcoming movies? It's coming up this month. Let's do it. So first, we have on our list here Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which. Q called it 2046, but we're going to call it by the, <laughs> the right name. <laughs> oh. A 42. Or was it you? Uh, that was that? me. I was, the, I was actually the person that was wrong in that episode. Okay. Uh, Q actually had it right. It's one of the few times I will ever admit that, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Anybody excited for this? I, I am. I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I watched the, uh, one of the, uh, the, 2022 blackout um on crunchyroll the other day which is a sort of an in-between uh and it was it was really good i'm i'm looking forward to it man well it's official now what 
Harrison Ford has now hoarded out all of the <laughs> properties from his youth. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, now, now well, you, you know, you were talking about uh, things being pushed out before before their time, before the, the technology was really there. And, I mean, Blade Runner was, uh, was pushing the limits. So uh, I think having an updated version of Blade Runner, though, and seeing how far they can push some of that uh, that dark cityscape and stuff, I think it'd be really awesome. Yeah, like I don't want to speak geek blasphemy here, but um, man, it took me a minute to get into to Blade Runner, the first one. I, I owned the DVD at one time. I've seen it several times, but man, the first time I watched that movie, it it was hard to make it through it. It's it, it is a little slow. Um, but if you, if you haven't watched it, I suggest getting the final cut, which came out back in like 2005, I think, where they, they went back and re, redid some of it. They took out Harrison Ford's, uh, horrible voiceover and, uh, did, did, <laughs> did, did, did some good stuff for it. So if well, you mean, haven't it was, seen it, that's what, that, that would be the version I would check out. It's basically, it was basically like one of the first cyberpunk movies. Like this movie inspired Ghost in the Shell, which in turn inspired the Matrix. So, I mean, it's from a visual standpoint, there's a lot to appreciate oh, yeah. in the original Blade Runner. Um, as far as the story, I didn't think it was that great, but I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Like I said, I think, the, I think the final cut was a little more enjoyable. Like, I mean, I, I was, I was a fan before the final cut. The final cut just made me more of a fan. And yeah. uh, looking forward, it definitely had awesome concepts which came from the the the, the book that is based on. So, yeah, I, I think I'm excited about this, and it's always good when we get like big screen, awesome, uh, totally nuts sci-fi on uh on the big screen. And yeah, I'll I'll be at the theaters to see this one. Oh yeah. So next on our little list here, we have. The movie The Foreigner, starring Jackie Chan, which I don't know the synopsis, but I all I do know is Jackie Chan kicks butt and he's back. So basically, the synopsis of this is like there's this bombing and his daughter gets killed in the bombing. So he goes to is it in London? Uh, maybe I'm looking it up. He uh, goes yes, to London, London to try to find out who killed his daughter, and he's like pretty much pressuring the government to like give him information and oh yeah Chris Bronson is the bad guy in this movie <laughs> old bond which is which I thought was pretty cool but yeah it's been a while since Jackie Chan had a mainstream American like blockbuster so I'm really excited about this yeah, yeah and I like with with your description I just see Jackie Chan on the phone going I have a very particular set of skills <laughs> that, that's basically what he exactly does. <laughs> exactly that's basically what he does what if you haven't seen the trailer watch it you're going to you're going to laugh okay. just from what you from what you just said yeah I have not actually yeah. seen anything on this movie so this is yeah it, it it's cool to see Jackie Chan back doing of course he's probably been doing stuff elsewhere but it's been a yeah. while like you said he's since had a, he's had, had an American release He's had a gazillion movies come out in China. Um, like the police story, like Super Cop was a entry in Police Story, which is like this ongoing um, series movie series that he does. And I think it's like actually the third Police Story. But there's like a bunch of them. And like after Super Cop, he made even more. So yeah, he uh, has not stopped making movies. Yeah, man, but it's just good to see him on the screen again, man. It's been a while. And yeah, Jackie Chan doing what Jackie Chan does. <laughs> Which, how can you be mad at that? 
yeah, Police Story 3 was Super Cop, but they just called it Super Cop here. Hmm. Cool. Cool. I'm always uh, good for a good Jackie Chan flick, so I'll probably catch it. I probably won't catch it in a theater, though. Down, down low, watch, delete. <laughs> <laughs> um, Netflix and chill, man. <laughs> good comeback. Good comeback. <laughs> Y'all know what that means. So, uh, Plex and chill. That's what I'm going to call it. So, anybody, Thor Ragnarok, the buddy team up superhero outer space thing. Yeah, I'm with, looking at with, your notes. It says October 31st. Isn't that like a Tuesday? Uh, my notes might be incorrect, sir. Um, I mean, I may be wrong. Uh, let's check. Well, yeah, it's a Tuesday. That is a huh. weird day to release a movie. It is, and I'm wrong. Oh. Actually, it's, <laughs> okay. Actually, it's November the 2nd. So, uh, Okay, that's a I'm, Thursday. That's 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 on yeah. point. All right. I know I got that from somewhere. Maybe it's early release in theaters. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there has been Thursday night yeah. release though. Thursday, so. If it's midnight it, on Tuesday, like I think Lord of, didn't Lord of the Rings release on Wednesday? Like there's yeah. been big releases on Wednesday. Yeah, huh. yeah, that's Tuesday. So yeah, I see your point. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, November second, yeah. that'll be the late the uh, the early release most likely. And uh, now this is one I would actually go and I'll see on the early release. So, like I'll, I'll I'll I will I will brave the theater crowds <laughs> as much as I dislike being around people and uh, <laughs> and I will I will deal with that. Dude, I'm slipping on Marvel movies lately. I have not seen Doctor Strange. Oh, it's on Netflix, man. Uh, I, haven't seen Guardi- I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yet. I yeah. haven't. I just haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen Guardians 2 either. I miss Logan. Like there's just Oh, you miss Logan? What? The only I think the only movie I've seen this year is Spider Man Homecoming. Oh my god. Dude, go watch go watch Doctor Strange is on Netflix. Watch it now. Dude, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's got you well <laughs> for it who's like one of my favorite actors. Like I loved him in um was it Serenity in the name? Yeah, he was in Serenity. Yeah, like I loved yeah. him in that movie. And he's done a bunch of stuff since then, but like yeah. I really as far as Logan as far as Logan goes, just just go back and watch the uh, the trailer that had hurt as the uh, the music, and that's just as good as the movie. So just just watch the trailer. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Are you really like, down on Logan, man? I no, it wasn't a bad movie, but I I, I still think awesome. the tra- that that trailer was better than the movie, though. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah, like somebody spoiled it for me. So like, it's just one of those things where I just. <sighs> I was so depressed that I just never even actually could bring myself to watch it, but I'll I'll have to watch it eventually, I guess. But I mean, it, apparently Logan can't die anyway. Apparently he comes back and comes back with a Infinity Stones or some crap now. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that well, surprise me. They brought back Captain America a gazillion times. So, in, yeah. in comics, nobody's ever really dead. Just remember <laughs> that. That's just par for the course. And if they are, just go to the next universe. Oh yeah, no. Oh. yeah then you have two <laughs> multiverse. <laughs> I hate the multiverse. It's oh. like it, it's like I don't know how I feel about the multiverse now. The Dragon Ball's go multiverse is like, eh, like so sticking it to me. So Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about Thor movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's yeah, what I do. yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm excited about the movie. Like the, the, like, I don't, 
I don't like Hulk by himself, and I really wasn't a fan of Thor by himself. But I think both of them together will actually work. Like I've not, I, I've been, uh, I had to go back and watch the Thor movies because I refused to watch uh, the last couple, and um, you know, I, I dredged through them because I'm not a big fan. But uh, I did it just so, I, just for prep for this movie. Yeah, I, I think the first one wasn't that great. It was okay. I still have not seen the Dark World, although I've heard good, you know, good, good um, responses on it. So I, I definitely need to see that one. But man, it's just this trailer. Instantly seeing this trailer, I wanted to see this movie. And I don't know if it's just Marvel getting the formula right, <laughs> but you know, I the fell more- out of my chair laughing when I saw this trailer. I mean, it was it was it was good. so good. So good. Yeah, it's like I've never been. I've never been a huge fan of Thor movies. I still haven't seen the second one because I didn't really care for the first one. Yeah, but seeing him in that arena and seeing Hulk bust out and him just like get this grin on his face, like, "Hey, that's my buddy!" <laughs> and um, it just made me really, really want to watch this. And like another thing is, for a while I was wondering why like there hasn't been another Hulk movie. And it's not like they they literally cannot make a movie named the Hulk. They can put him in other movies, but I think another company owns the naming rights or the distribution rights to all the Hulk movies. So they own the production rights to Hulk. But who who was there's another I can't remember what company it is, but that's why there has Universal been a Hulk. made the last movie. Yeah, but yeah, Marvel Marvel is yeah trying Marvel. to ring their properties back in, but it's they it's going to be a long time before that happens. I think what we wind up seeing is more of the Spider Man type deals, uh, if if they're lucky. I still um, haven't seen the Ed Norton Hulk. Didn't that come out after the first Iron Man? Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was actually in the because it had an after credit scene. I think with um with uh what's the name? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's I think it's part of the MCU technically. Yeah. Yeah, and then you and wanted I, too much money in there. Oh, I love the Ed Norton as Hulk, man. It made me so mad when he. That's how I felt when they got rid of Terrence Howard. <laughs> I was not happy with him as Hulk. I didn't didn't care for it. So Ed, Ed Norton is that Bill Bixby type feel, which I love because I love the the 90s, the 80s Hulk. I thought it was so great. Dude, Dude, I love they the have him like Hulk. walking by himself down the street like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was so great, man. I love that stuff. I'm old, I know, but it was still great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember about like being like one of my ha- funniest memories of being a kid is my brother watching the old Hulk. Oh, don't just hate, being, man. Just being enamored by it, and I just thought it looked, oh, looked like man. some I, it looked like he was about to like explode or something. <laughs> he was so small. <laughs> oh man. Then we got the Stewie parody, which was look at me, funny. look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, are you guys playing any games you want to talk about real quick? I'm just playing wrap? the crap about a Rocket League, and I'm also playing this game called Dark and Light um, with a bunch of my coworkers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ark Survival Evolved or whatever, but it's kind of like a sandbox survival game. Basically, the way I like to describe it is it's Minecraft with great graphics in a much more complex crafting system. Hmm. Um, hmm. But Ark is set in like prehistoric times and you basically evolve. So you start out building with straw and then you get enough experience and you can build with wood, you get enough experience, uh, stone, metal, so forth, so on. And eventually you start off with stone weapons and, you know, by the end of the game, when you evolve, 
you, you're shooting guns. So it's like a really, really cool thing. So Dark and Light is basically that, but it's set in a fantasy medieval setting. Um, and basically, you know, there's animals, dragons, um, all kinds of things flying around, griffins um, that you can tame or that can kill you. And you basically, you know, you build in your um, build your house or whatever, and you're part of like there's elves, dwarfs, and humans. So you kind of you know affiliate with a faction like any MMO, and that's kind of the way I like to describe it. It's a it's an it's an action oriented MMO sandbox survival game that you don't have to pay a monthly fee for. So it's great. I think it's like twenty four <laughs> bucks on Steam now. It's in early access. It's pretty buggy, um, but it's still a lot of fun even despite the bugs. So yeah, check it out. Cool. Cool. That's dark and light. Yep. Early yeah. access on Steam. Let's see. I, I started doing uh, Divinity Original Sin Two was my uh, my recent recent pickup from Steam. It's uh, it's been really good. It's a RPG, very story driven with turn based combat. But if if you're into RPGs, it's it's great story so far. I haven't haven't played about a few hours, but it's it's been great. So, Original Sin 2, Divinity, good game. Clarence, do you have a pick? Uh, the only thing I've been playing other than what we've kind of had our group session on, I played a little bit of a, a game called Cuphead. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, Cuphead is the latest release from, I think, Microsoft Studios. Um, everything in the game is hand-drawn. So... It's a very beautiful, stylistic game of a cartoon reminiscent of something in the 40s or 50s, maybe 40s or 30s, somewhere in there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, the gameplay play is mostly think bullet hell platformer. I don't know if that makes any sense. Contra. Yeah. Yeah. Contra. Yeah. There you go. Definitely a lot of platforming involved, and it's it's a very hard game. Uh, I haven't got that far into it. I think I played one or two boards in the first l- world, and it is just ridiculous. Um, you can actually go on Twitch and see a bunch of people playing it right now. It's very popular. I think you said top five, didn't you, Mark? It was uh, the sixth, the most sixth viewed one, one we, were, we were watching earlier. Yeah, and uh, if you want to see people die a lot, <laughs> go and watch that game because it, it is just freaking ridiculous. And I hope to get back on it soon because it, it it's just the world just brings you in of how beautiful it looks. But but yeah, if you get frustrated easily, you might want to skip this one because you're gonna die a lot. I don't know. It looked gorgeous <laughs> from what what, we, what I was watching uh, before the show. So did you buy it on the Xbox? No, no, I got it on Steam. Oh, I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I need, oh, to, I need to buy it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I need to buy it anyway, so I'll just get it on Steam. That I don't hardly play my Xbox anymore anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I pre-ordered um, Xbox One X. Speaking of Xbox. Yeah. Oh, did I you? Did. I yeah. pre-ordered it on Amazon. Yeah, nice. as well. I was so, really wanting the Project Scorpio edition, but that sold out like in half a second so yeah so so not only am i on a hook for a new xbox i need a 4k tv so uh if you have any recommendations uh shoot them Vizio. my way yeah Vizio. <laughs> that's what i have i have a 55 inch vizio man i love that thing 500 bucks oh forget yeah. you guys both of you have 4k tvs it is excellent oh, darn yeah. you darn you both <laughs> 
That's exactly what I have. 55 inch 4K smart TV. Vizio, mm-hmm. you know, the Sony panel. So, I mean, it's it looks great. Um, oh, wow. And it's like a third of the price. So, there you go. Yeah, I, I picked mine up. It was on sale on Amazon. And, it, man, I, I love that thing. I, it's it really like I'm I'm super close to getting a 4K computer monitor because of that. TV. <laughs> but I don't want my video card. What can push that, dude? <laughs> like you can in some games you can push 4K on a 1080 Ti, but I'd have probably have to get two of them to play everything I'm playing now. Oh my 4K, So I'm gonna hold off on that for now. Yeah, I mean 1440p is fine, but I mean that for. Yeah, I was watching uh I was watching Lucifer on on my 4K the other day and somebody walked in and they were just like they had, they had just got through watching it earlier and they were just like holy crap that show looks completely different on your TV. Yeah. <laughs> um the Grand Tour, the Amazon show from the Top Gear guys, um they have a 4K version that comes out if you have Amazon Prime and a 4K TV. Definitely recommend checking that out cuz it is it's beautiful. It's like a showcase it's something to play to show all 4K to people who don't think it's worth worth it. Show them, show them 4K Grand Tour, and yeah, their mouth now, on the floor. Are you running the Amazon app directly off the TV, or what kind of inputs yep. are you? Yeah, okay. um, the TV's got it's got a smart um, it's a smart TV. So I have a Plex app, I have Amazon, I have YouTube, I have uh, Netflix. They're all on there. All of the major video things are on there. So cool, cool. I, I don't know if the Netflix one is. Yeah, it is 4K. Plex is 4K too because I have a few 4K movies mm-hmm. on my Plex server. So yeah, as long as you have 4K on your uh, subscription, yeah, it's like an extra dollar yeah. or two or something yeah. like yeah. that. It's not much more. Cool beans. So um, wow, are we at the end of the show, guys? Do you have anything else um, that we didn't cover that you want to talk about, Mark? Uh well, other than there being this awesome YouTube channel called Dice Junkies <laughs> that people should check out. <laughs> Uh, you can also find them on Twitch, uh, Facebook, even Google Plus, Instagram, Twitter. It's Dice Junkies everywhere. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the only cool thing that I know of right now. Yeah. And, and, and what kind of stuff do those Dice Junkies <laughs> talk about? Oh, they talk about gaming, comics, movies. All, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Really, it's just a uh, geek geek culture. We go to cons and do a lot of con coverage, and in anything uh, anything we find interesting, we just throw it out there. You know, hopefully, people that have like minds and and like similar stuff to us will uh, will pick it up and check it out. But I know, I know, uh, I know, I love it. So <laughs> I may be biased. <laughs> so I have a question on the Dice Junkies Facebook page and the Dice Junkies YouTube channel and the Dice Junkies Twitch channel. Um, it seems like Dice Junkies may be a, a way of life. So could you please, for the people who are unaffiliated with Dice Junkies, could you please explain what a Dice Junkie is to the Dice Junkie uninitiated? <laughs> well, I mean, we're a bunch of gamers, honestly. We do a lot of tabletop. The big thing is, is uh, you know, we're not targeting... Uh, the youngins, you know, we're not targeting the young crowd. We are a very, uh, mature group of gamers. We have a dark sense of humor and, uh, we, we, we don't do the high pitched, uh, animaniacs type of, uh, reaction <laughs> that you have, you know, there's no PewDiePie, you know, or anything like that. Uh, we are, we are, we are, we are true 
we we're honest and uh we're just trying to be ourselves and get the and show show a different side i guess of geek culture you know that it's not all high-pitched you know wedgy suspenders and stuff like that and we're also located in the south so that's that's another side of the geek that a lot of people don't see there's a huge community in the south that uh doesn't you, doesn't have a huge you voice have computers down there I know, right? We do. <laughs> it's amazing. We also, uh, we, we, we've actually teamed up with, uh, several other people who are in that, uh, that geek, uh, area as well. Put together a group called Grits. I'm sure, uh, you guys have mentioned it on this show, being that you guys are part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Grits Geeks Recording in the South. That is the super team of, uh, Dice Junkies, Reality Breach, Techpedition, and along with Discussing Who and, we are like-minded groups that are trying to build tech, anime, gaming, uh, geek-centric content. So, yeah, you can check that out at gritsms.com. And you can check out Mark at all those platforms he's mentioned, as well as dicejunkies.com. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that whole website thing, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I really... I really enjoy all of you guys, like, uh, Techpedition, especially. Like, I, I like getting on here because the one thing that Dice Junkies doesn't have that, uh, that, that I get to do here is talk about my, uh, my, my tech side and talk about Google and Apple and, you know, processors and all that good stuff. So other than, we, other than the tech side, we, we do a lot of the similar stuff though. So yeah, man, we'll definitely have to have you back on so we can talk about um i really want to do like a computer hardware focus cast soon where we just talk about like you know what we're running what we want to run you know like dream system type thing so yeah dream, we'll dream system could take a while man like my <laughs> dream system is not just one like it's it's a it's it's a network <laughs> oh man. No, man so you can have your encoder box in your gamer box yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually just talking with uh, Clarence before uh, before you got in the, the chat about that. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did he hear that? He wasn't on, was he? <laughs> Threadripper, man. That's all I got to say. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks thanks for having me on the show, though. And, and everybody, thanks, uh, thanks for checking out DiceJunkies.com because I know everybody that hears this will. And uh, thanks for going to YouTube and subscribing to us. <laughs> Cool yeah, beans. And a special thanks for to for, to Mark from from Dice Junkies for being on with us, and you know. Hi guys, thanks thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, so are we done? Uh yeah. Let me just uh, real quick. Uh, you can check Take out some players. Yeah, uh, I do a Star Trek podcast, and uh, you're going to get a good out of this. The name of it is STD, uh, <laughs> a Star Trek Discovery podcast. Uh, you can check that out at uh, scdpodcast.com, and we are current currently discussing the star trek discovery series now on cbs all access so if you want to know more about that and all things trek check us out there and yeah uh, we are tech edition also on any platform so if you want to know more about this podcast and the stuff we do you know stay in tune on social media and all the other things at tech edition yeah, check us out, techpedition.com. Yeah, care? Uh, I got nothing else. So, um, you know, we, we've had, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, um, non-intentional hiatus. So um, just hopefully we can get another one out sooner. And we'll see you guys next time. Very, very quick. Techpedition.
I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com.